0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, he never dies. Bullets,
1: blood, bingo. And now you know the name of the podcast, the name of the movie, and the tagline for the movie...
0: Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Troy. And we watched a movie. We watched He Never Dies, starring Henry Rollins. Yep, yeah, not what I said a second ago. What was that? I said he never died. I think that actually is the name of it, He Never Died. Is it? I think the, I think the S is incorrect. Oh, I, shit, I, I was I, right. That's weird. It that is weird. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Mr. Green, for suggesting this movie to us hmm yep and 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 where does it start chris it starts at the beginning in my grandparents' house apparently <laughs> yep <laughs> there i just just to set the scene there's this arch in his apartment that looked exactly like the arch that my grandparents had in their house and had the exact same wallpaper on it which was really weird to me <laughs>
0: And we start off with uh, Mr. Henry Rollins. Yes. And he's, uh,
1: he he lives a weird, boring life. But he has lots of weird audio all around him whenever he looks or touches anything in his, looks at or touches anything in his apartment.
0: Yeah, his inner monologue apparently is a sound effects
1: Halloween record from (laughs) the 80s. Well, I mean that kind of makes sense for Henry Rollins, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess it does. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like, oh, look, we 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 look at some money, or look at this chest of money. There's a bunch of horse riding bandit noises, and then we look at this, and there's other kind of noise. And yeah, he's kind of a weird dude. Yeah,
0: and he's uh, you know paying rent and hanging out at the local diner.
1: Going to the church. Going going to the diner and being hit on by the waitress and giving zero play to that waitress. Yeah, like not, uh, n- Yeah, like not like in a in a like a mean way, but just like not acknowledging her flirtations in any kind of way at all. <laughs> He's just like shut
0: down. Yeah, and he also enjoys buying uh nondescript white packages from the local intern at a hospital yep. or something.
1: Who sleeps in his car until people want to buy nondescript white packages from him.
0: And uh turns out his his buddy, package man, maybe is uh got some kind of trouble with the local tufts.
1: Yeah, because like, well, first Henry Rollins opens the door and there's a like a girl there. I mean, like college age girl who uh, can uh, can uh, yeah, just kind of like looks at him and then like runs off, which, you know, I mean, it's Henry Rollins. I can kind of understand that. And then there's like just two dudes who like are at his door and kind of threaten him a bit. And then he just shuts the door on him because he doesn't apparently give zero fucks. Yeah,
0: which is pretty funny. And then they, uh, they kick open the door, and they're like, hey, your buddy, that one guy, and he's like, I don't know, whatever. I don't, I don't really care. And just for the record, the way he
1: delivers dialogue is so good. Yeah, I mean, he's almost like, on the spectrum, kind of like autistic kind of like he just it's basically he wants to communicate in the most efficient way possible. He like zero like zero inflection, zero embellishment. He's just like, oh, you're here for money. Here's money. Yeah. Like I mean like that would like basically that's how he, he talks it's also how he fights (laughs) because, like, you know, these guys decide to rough him up and they punch him and he apparently just feels like no pain. And then he just, like, goes straight for the guy's nuts because that's the quickest way to uh, to take him out with the least amount of effort. And does the same kind of thing to the other guy, too, after getting shot in the hand because he doesn't want to get shot anywhere else (laughs) at the time.
0: and those guys uh fuck off and he heads down to the diner and there's some uh banter with diner lady who's all like so uh about that dick and he's
1: like yeah dick what no i would like yeah. some food now please i have one ip out of it can i get some food now thanks and then he goes home
0: and gets a call from from his not wife
1: girl he uh, for, 19 years ago yeah a former lover and she's like is andrea there and he's like who's andrea and she's like andrea and he's it literally says repeat her name doesn't do any good <laughs> who is andrea <laughs>
0: Yeah, and we, we get the basic gist that andrea is his daughter yep and she came looking for him but now is inebriated and she doesn't want to have her driving home all drunkified so he agrees to uh, go look for her as long as she never calls again
1: Yep, (laughs) he's like I'll find her but never call me again because I don't need your emotional issues
0: (laughs) yep and off he goes to the local uh, drinking hole the crackle
1: or something was the name of it
0: yeah it's a weird name and and
1: we, I, I think we, it's the only time
0: in the movie where he raises his voice or has any inflection
1: yeah but he like he does it because he knows like he does it you could tell like it's calculated he does it solely because he knows it's going to get a reaction out of the bartender like other than that he doesn't care like he's just like fine you're not going to tell me anything until i yell at you so fine i'm going to yell at you I yelled at you. Now tell me what I want to know. Like it, that is literally the transact, like the process you can see going on behind his eyes when he does it. It's so good. So he finds
0: out that his uh, his daughter has taken up with uh, some local
1: uh, drinker who looks to be about the age of thirty five, according to Henry Rollins's character. Yeah, he's a pretty good judge of age, it seems. Yes. He likes to tell people how old they appear, which, you know, is always good for social situations.
0: <laughs> so he uh he gets his daughter back and they uh they head to the local diner. He likes to
1: go to the diner, by the way. He does, and he orders things like oatmeal and eggplant parmesan and hot tea. And basically and tells his daughter he orders anything that didn't have blood in it at one point. <laughs> Which was, was was at that point I was like texted Chris and I was like, Hey Chris, he's a reverse vampire. And of course Chris, as soon as I said that, I thought about it and Chris responded back with the exact same thing I thought, which was wouldn't a reverse vampire go around putting blood into people. Yeah, it was just so an observation. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. He's an anti-vampire. Yeah, he's like a <laughs> vegan
0: vampire. Yeah. And they're uh they're having a little back and forth where basically it's all just so daughter could be like, You're weird, pops.
1: Yeah, but at least the daughter could tell that the waitress was keen on him and kind of tried to hook him up and was quick to point out that, oh no, no, no I'm his daughter. I'm not like some 19 year old chick that he's that this gray haired Henry Rollins guy is banging. <laughs> yeah. Because like she's like no nah, that'd be that would be weird no he's my he's my dad so yep just do you want to play oh and then they go play bingo later too yep Henry Rollins likes bingo he does because it basically it keeps the voices quiet I think is basically what he implies well it keeps the horse murder soundtrack quiet. Yeah, yeah, because he's like, these people here, none of them are interesting. So I can just, like, shut my brain down and listen to, like, letters and numbers being called and highlight them on the two cards that I get. And his daughter's like, well, all these old old bitches have, like, 17 cards apiece. And he's like, yeah, I do, too. That's it. That's all I need. And then they kind of have fun playing bingo. Yep. And then uh back to the diner of course.
0: Mhm. Where waitress lady gets invited to some hot
1: bingo action. Oh yeah. going to go B52 on her. Oh my. Ooh. can, can B B52? No. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. I just checking. <laughs> I'd probably like N or it's like that's like the NG or O range. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know my bingo that well, but yeah, definitely I think B is like one through ten or one through twelve or something.
0: So they uh they head home and just kind of are chilling and daughter's like, So what are we what are we gonna do today? What are, what do you do for fun? It's like nothing. But I do have I an appointment s- to meet. So I will yep. go out to my appointment now. Goodbye, daughter. And off he goes to meet up with the nondescript package man. The intern. And it turns out that the gentlemen that were looking for him at his apartment found the intern man. And they uh, take him off to nefarious place to do nefarious things. Yeah, like hostile light. <laughs> Indeed. And they're giving him the uh, the business on account of he owes them money. Because he took out a, a loan with gangsters to pay off his student loans, which seems like yeah. a
1: shit plan. I mean, for seriously, like the interest what one, one, the interest rate had to be worse. And two, the interest on gangster loans is not tax deductible, unlike the interest on student loans.
0: Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure Navian isn't gonna send a guy to my house to break my fucking kneecaps if I don't pay. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so I mean, no one ever accused interns of being intelligent, I guess. So they took a hammer to him and then Henry Rollins shows up and is like, I need my package that that this intern dude had for me. And they're like, well, we're too busy torturing them. And he's like, that's fine. I'm just going to like just injure you all in about three moves because that's all it takes. Because humans are frail and weak, and uh, then I'm gonna take this guy out and get the and leave him with an ambulance while I get the package of whatever it is that I crave that he had for me.
0: And I have to give credit to the, the whoever did the fight choreography because it is the most like casual
1: mind. <laughs> it, it is it is so good. It's the opposite of Deadpool because, you know, Deadpool's mantra is maximum effort and this dude's (laughs) mantra is minimum effort. Like, so what would it take to end this fight? Punch to the nuts, thumb to the eye, you know, like knife hand to the throat. I don't know, like whatever it takes. That's what I'm going to do because. I don't want to waste my time on beating people up. I've done that enough over the course of however long I've been alive. And I'm just going to take the most efficient minimum effort route to ending this fight. (laughs) Actually, it reminds me of like a self-defense teacher I had once who was like, if you're not willing to put your thumbs in some dude's eyes to protect yourself, I can't help you. (laughs) That's legit. Yep, and this and Henry Rollins' character is one hundred percent willing to put his thumb into someone' eyes, someone's eye, to just end a fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're not willing to eye gouge and groin kick, it's not worth getting in a fight in the first place. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, I I agree, Chris. Like the whoever did the fight choreography, and this was a genius because it was just like, what's the quickest way to end this fight? That's what I will do. Yeah, it's so good. But yeah, anyway. I. Really enjoyed that part.
0: So he's, uh, you know, roughed up these gentlemen and whatnot. Heads back to the diner because that's a
1: motif in this. Yep. And uh, is this when the the weird dude shows up in the booth? The oh. goatee man. Yeah. The, the David Lynch man. Yeah. He's just kind of there
0: on and off. And he seems alarmed when daughter can see him.
1: Yeah, and she oh, that was one thing we skipped over. Like when the daughter was at the diner, she turned and was talking to the waitress, and he's like staring at her back. And we saw early on that he has a pair of scars on his shoulder blades, like the place where like I don't know, angel wings might be. And he's just like totally checking out his daughter's back, trying to see like if she has scars or what, like what's going on with her shoulder blades? He's very, very concerned about her shoulder blades
0: understandably it turns out yeah so uh they're at the diner and he gets drugged by some gangster fellow and uh he heads home he's feeling a little woozy he looks down and sees gangster guys and he's like hey I have to go do a thing daughter you stay here I'm gonna go
1: pass out (laughs) <laughs> I can't see you. Pat. I can't have my daughter see me pass out. I have to go do that outside in the alley like a normal person.
0: That's the respectable thing to do <laughs> when you're a father. You don't pass out in front of your kids. Nope. <laughs> so uh, they uh they take him and they
1: chain him up with big crazy chains. Yeah, like I assume tied him to a cinder block or something, and they're like dragging him. They're like, maybe we should have. Like chained him after we dragged him to the edge of the dock, because he's really fucking heavy now. (laughs) Which I kind of appreciated. Yeah, and as
0: they're getting ready to have him sleep with the fishes, he uh, comes to and grabs uh, one of the guys and just kind of takes him with him.
1: Yep, and they're like, and then the two guys were the two guys who got beaten up in his apartment and then got beaten up in the, what, storage unit? place that he beat that, that that he rescued the intern from and uh and so they're like hey, don't, don't worry like Jimmy will be Jimmy will be up in a second like it'll be fine and yep Jimmy, Jimmy just never shows up yeah
0: so they wait around because they assume Jimmy's coming back but guess what Jimmy don't come back old Henry Rollins though he comes back and he's uh, yeah he's not real happy
1: okay so One one nitpick here. You're you're in a car and you see a dude like throw off a bunch of chains and comes walking towards your car head on. Do you not just gun it and then like either full on reverse or at least drive into him, knock him back, and then reverse and just drive the fuck away? A fair point. I mean, instead, they just said, "Watch the car." They're like, "Holy shit!" This dude we just threw in the Hudson River, one some river with chains on, just like came out and is now on, like looking at the. I mean, I don't know I don't know like I was kind of like eh, I feel like they should have done something other than just get beaten up by him again.
0: Well, one of them doesn't get beaten up and one of them gets uh, the old throat rip for first
1: trouble. Yeah, I love like he just casually like puts his fingers on either side of the guy's voice box or larynx and just pulls it out. <laughs> I'll be heaven, <happy laughs> he says, and then eats it like you do. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Cause apparently the voice box is a the larynx is a delicacy. It's tender and delicious. And makes you sound like Donald Duck? I I don't know. <laughs> that that'd be kinda cool if it did. So uh
0: after all this crazy shit has happened, he goes home and he gets a phone call where uh some guy I don't know, his name's Dominic or something. It's like, hey, what happened was we murdered Jillian and took your kid. So now you need to come to the
1: dock or we're going to murder your kid. And he's like, I, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to go to the diner. Yeah. Weird choice, we're, I thought.
0: Yep. But at this point, he's also kind of given into his uh, hunger,
1: I suppose. Yep. He, 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 he destroyed a beautiful angel who was filling the world with the crystal method and, uh, <laughs> and killed him. Like I'd obviously like killed him and like there was like a garbage bag full of human shape that he threw into the dumpster. <laughs> I was like, that dude's music is cool. Why are people like hating on him? Come on.
0: <laughs> and he, uh, he spends some time trying to get into scuffles with
1: people. You know, just yeah. by murdering them. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna drop a hundred bucks, you know, and maybe said in front of these two dudes. I bet like one of them takes it, and then I'm gonna have to fight him to get it back." And the guy's like, "Hey, dude, dude, hey, hey, you you dropped this money, man. Like, you shouldn't just be like carrying like a hundred bucks around this neighborhood. It's not that nice of a neighborhood." And Henry Rollins is like, "Okay, thanks. I guess I can't kill you now." And then he sees a bunch of like cholo's. And like one of them bumped into him, and he's like, "Oh, oh, hey, sorry, man, didn't mean to, didn't mean to run into you. Like, have a nice day." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, fuck." But thank goodness for teenagers. Yep, he
0: gets a bunch of angry teens with the old vomit splash trick, like you do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna vomit blood onto your your uh your skateboard and that will get you to be angry with me enough that I am going to be allowed to kill you. <laughs> yeah, but not the not the one 14-year-old kid. He was too young. Yep. He's like you, you look like you're 25 and the guy's like, "Yeah, and I got a gun." And had it all just like fantastic. <laughs> this is the best outcome I could have hoped for. Yep. Because you're young and dumb and have a gun. (laughs) So he uh, murders that guy all the way to death. And presumably like eats bits and pieces of him.
0: And then the next day he heads down to totally not mafia front at the waterfront
1: yeah with the the door with the sliding like oh like hey are you expected because you're not expected you're not getting in he's like hey is tom there like uh no tom's dead oh yeah that's right uh, who's in charge then he's like alex He's like well then tell alex i'm here like are you tell Alex i'm here <laughs> the guy's like okay and then doesn't shut the little sliding like eye door all the way and so Henry Rolls just like flips it open and sticks his arm through the hole and unlocks the door like any normal person could do yeah
0: the guy had one fucking job and that was to close the fucking eye
1: hole after he was done opening it that's his job yeah (laughs) and he's like I can't do my job and so they go and he goes Daniel Rollins goes in and talks to Alex and Alex is like, I don't know shit about shit. Like all I know is that I now run a bar and anything my dad, Tom was involved with. I don't know shit about. So go fuck off. uh, Because I don't, I don't know anything Bye.
0: but his super hearing lets him know that he's lying.
1: Yeah. Like that kind of confused me as well, because if he hears, Someone like, oh, no, please. Like, they're kind of like just moaning and groaning behind the wall. And he's looking for his daughter. And this person sounds female. Yeah. He, like, wouldn't you be like, then what is going on over there? <laughs> you know? You would think. But he doesn't. He just leaves. He just fucks right off. And he,
0: um. He's in a bad state, so he plays several bingo cards that night.
1: He, he plays like 17 bingo cards. And of course he's using a red marker to mark them, and so he's like, it's like blood, blood, blah,
0: blah. And uh he gets in an altercation with waitress's
1: estranged boyfriend, ex boyfriend guy, which is pretty good. Who was who was the dude who was trying to bang his nineteen year old daughter? So <laughs> that was good, yeah double good. And apparently, I i have to admit, I, I kind of took a, a potty break during that portion of the movie, but apparently he stopped the fight by getting punched.
0: He gets punched a couple of times and just spits a bunch of blood in the guy's face and that's enough for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's amazing that you could end a fight, like, you could win a fight by being punched. <laughs> and he's like, eh, I just gave zero fucks and I won. Yep. Because... Because the only way to win is to not play. (laughs) Yes, it's it's a strange game. Yep, it's almost like it's a war game.
0: So he escorts waitress home, and they're they're having some small talk, and she's like, so what'd you do for a living? And he rattles off, like seriously, like 63 jobs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like if he held each job for one year, it would be more than he was alive for. Yeah, he's like I did some military
0: work. I was a bouncer. I was also a nurse. I did some construction. I
1: saw I tanks. was a monk It was like a. I was a miner, and that and, and miner like coal, gold, and silver. Uh- <laughs> yeah,
0: none of this seems weird to this lady though, which is amazing to me.
1: Well, because she she wanted to get herself a little uh something something from the uh, from Jack. Yeah, she wanted to go to the bone zone. Yep. If she wanted him to take her down to pound town. And uh, they have
0: a a fun chat and he's like, well, here's an awkward hug. Bye.
1: Yep. (laughs) And she's like, but I was going to invite you in, but then I forgot to. Like you do. <laughs> I guess. Like she was like totally to giving the signals like I'm gonna invite you in. I'm gonna invite you in. And then I never invited you in. <laughs> but apparently she she took the she took that mantra to heart, Chris. You know, the one let the right one in.
0: Mm. Yep. That's true. Yes. And then uh, I don't know, stuff happens and somehow
1: or another the- Well, patch dude who is the one who survived the uh, larynx or the other guy who didn't get attacked when the, when his friend got his larynx removed uh, shows up and is like, "Um, yeah, I know you just like, like bound me in your shower, but my friend Derek is on the phone. So if you could like, let me talk to him. I will tell him that you are cool. And that he should meet with you so that we don't get me you killed. totally skipped a chunk. I probably did. You did, because we're back at the diner. Well, then you need to do your fucking job and read your book, Chris. Well, <laughs> I was trying to. Then you had to be wrong first. <laughs> well, I, I do that from
0: time to time. <laughs> so anyway, jump smash cut to the diner again. Whoosh! And he goes in and seems like things are amiss, what with
1: the dead guy and all laying there. And like the 17 people sitting in like booths and tables and that, you know, just all sitting there ominously, not eating their food or not even having food at all. Yeah. And he, uh,
0: he says he has to go to the bathroom because his waitress friend is all freaked
1: out. And she's like, uh,
0: uh,
1: She's like, here, have some coffee. Let me pour you. Ordered hot tea to drink, and he's like, I don't want coffee. She's like, here, have some coffee. And she's pouring coffee. She's like, help me. And he's like, oh fuck. You can just see you can just see it in his face. He's like, fuck. I'm gonna have to kill all these dudes, and fuck. I hate caring at all about anything. So fine. I'm going to go take a piss now, everybody.
0: <laughs> yep. One of the gangsters follows him in there and uh,
1: presumably is killed and or eaten. Well, he well, he pulls out an ice pick as Teddy Rollins is facing the urinal and then Henry Rollins walks out and the other guy doesn't. And then the, the witch chick's like, oh shit! And he's like, what? And she's like, you got this thing stuck, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I always forget about that.
0: Oh, yeah, I got stabbed.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. No, it's, it's my kidney. It's fine. And I mean, it's fine. Kids, guys just walk straight up and shoots him in the head. <laughs> like, yeah. Ah, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yep, straight in the middle of the head. But which is... Which, yeah, I mean, like... If someone, like, even... the like a nine millimeters straight to your forehead it comes out the back, right? Uh, maybe like, we're not talking like a Walter PPK or anything, which doesn't have any stopping power, but you know, according to Dr. No, but <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I'm assuming it blows the back of your head out, but no, apparently not. i mean, like a 22 is supposed to ricochet inside your skull. That's what I've heard via movie, but, like, a 9mm, I think, like, comes out the other end. But no, not for him. It just apparently stops, like, like two inches into his head, maybe. An inch, inch and a half, tops. Yeah. And then, uh... He murders everybody off-screen, which is a bummer. Yeah, it throws people through windows. And... But, you know, like, it's fine, because... I mean... We already know how he fights. It's the most efficient way possible. So I think it'd be kind of boring just watching it be like, and you, you get a nut punch and you, you get like a throat stab and you, you get like, eye grouch and you, you get, I don't know, like rectal thermometer and you, you get long vibration. I mean, eventually you kind of just run out of efficient ways to kill people. So we, uh, yeah, but still, it was a bummer. Yeah. And and it's for some reason the waitress is kind of shaken up a bit. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. And he's like, I need you to drive me. And and can we take this one dude, this one one dude that I did not kill, the guy with the eye patch, whose eye I removed earlier. Um can we can we throw him in your trunk? <laughs> Oh, and by the way I need to use your toolkit. Yep. So
0: he uh proceeds to pull bullets out of his head with a pair of needle nose pliers. <laughs> Which
1: is, Which is great. Cuz I don't know how they rigged that gag where he stuck a like needle nose pliers straight into his forehead to pull out bullets, but good on the makeup department for that.
0: So they head back to his place because he's offered her 1 million cash dollars.
1: Yep. And then she's like, holy shit, you actually do have a million dollars in cash in your apartment. And you also have this picture of you from the Highlander movie. And he's like, yeah, I I, I am the original Highlander.
0: Yeah, there could be only one because I'm the only one.
1: Yep. And we get the big and reveal. Said, and his name is? It's Kane, you know, from yep. Kane and Naval fame. Yep. (laughs) Or from Vampire the Masquerade fame. Either or. (laughs) The The progenitor of the vampires. He's first generation.
0: And he basically just, you know, lays it all out on the table thanks to Exposition Trunk. And she's like, well, uh, um, uh, he's like, yeah, cool, whatever. I'm gonna go torture a guy. I'll be back in a minute.
1: Oh, but there's a knock on the door.
0: Yep. And it turns out that while uh, interrogating and having some phone calls and whatnot, they called the the sweeper in to take the care cleaner. of this mess.
1: Yeah, Harvey Keitel shows up,
0: <laughs> Mr. Wolf. And uh he's like you're coming with me. And Henry Rollins is like, yeah, uh-huh, that's what I figured probably or whatever. I don't know. Let's do it, something.
1: Yes, yeah, so they go in the hallway, the door closes, there's a bang as in gunfire. And then Henry Rawls opens the door. There's a big old blood spot <laughs> on the the back wall behind him. He just walks back in like, yep, so I took care of that problem, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's like, here.
1: <laughs> that I'll minor inconvenience you. has been overcome. <laughs> and
0: he uh, He makes a deal <laughs> with Waitress, and he's like, look, what I'm going to do is offer you incalculable wealth to drive me to a place, and then take my daughter to a hospital because... Uh, odds are that's the end result of what I'm about to go do.
1: Yeah, like I like that he just has, he has zero misconceptions about what's going on. He's like, I'm going to have to go in there, kill a bunch of fuckers, get my daughter, who's probably been tortured, put her in a car and you drive her to a hospital and once that's all done, I'm going to pay you a bunch of money and and then life will just go on, like it has continued to go on forever for me.
0: Yeah. It's I really like the way that this is like life-shattering to the waitress, but for him it's like a fucking <laughs> yeah.
1: Tuesday. Like yeah, like the term work a day doesn't even like apply to this. He's just like, fuck, this again. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I guess I got to go murder a bunch of gangsters. Goddamn. You know, I've already killed a bunch of people already, you know, including the, you know, second human ever born. So... Yeah, I mean, when you start like that, then
0: everything else is downhill, I guess. Yep. So he heads off to the club... Where Where Alex, you know, Alex was. Yep. And he,
1: you know, murders the shit out of a bunch of people. Yep. Like you do, and, like, with minimum effort possible... (laughs) As he does, yeah, and some dude like unloads a shotgun into him, and they're like, "Hey, who's this dude?" Like, "Oh, like this is the dude who was asking about the such and such." Like, "Well, yeah, but like, didn't you shoot someone?" Like, "Yeah, it's the same dude." <laughs> yeah, and none of them seem
0: alarmed by the fact this dude just took a fucking shotgun to the chest and is just like minorly inconvenienced by it. Yeah. So he uh, he murders a bunch of people and goes and has a little chat with Alex. And this is because out-
1: he killed Alex's dad. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That was Tuesday, wasn't it?" Like it's the whole like you know, whatever. Like whatever that whole thing is. Like you know, like falsa the whole falsa doom thing, where it's like you know, for Conan, like falsa doom shows up and like kills his entire tribe, and like it's this like life defining moment. And for like falsa doom, it's a Tuesday like I mean he was just like I needed I needed bitches so I went and raided some villages and I got me some bitches and that's like and that's like ho- false doom's whole thing and, like he doesn't remember like destroying your village he's destroyed thousands of villages he doesn't care and it's the whole thing for like Alex's dad he's like yeah I probably oh yeah I for-. he forgot he killed his dad he forgot Alex's dad was dead let alone that he killed him <laughs> You know? Like, he just didn't... He gave zero fucks. Like, this movie should have just been called Zero Fucks. Uh, (laughs) So he roughs him up,
0: saves his daughter, sends old uh, waitress on her way and says, hey, look, this is it. Take the bag. Peace out. Nice knowing you. And he, um... He basically tells Mr. Alex, he's like, look, here's what's going down. I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna eat you,
1: literally eat you. Because it's, it's the it's the only thing that like like keeps me like uh, straight my brain straight. But really, how how normal is it, is it of, of a brain would like you you need to eat people to be straight, <laughs> you know? And then, uh, and then he, the, goatee dude,
0: yeah, he shows up and he yells at him like really really mad at him. About how, you know, why am I, just kill me, stop making me be alive, this is bullshit, I fucking hate all of this, I fucking hate the world, I hate people, I hate you, I hate God, yeah. I hate every goddamn thing.
1: Yeah, like, does God even exist? Like, what kind of God would, like, let all this suffering happen? I mean, the implication is that dude is the devil, right? Right, that was my read on it. Okay, yeah. Especially like he lights a drink on fire, then like puts it out with his hand. He just puts his hand through the fire like it's no big deal because you know he's the devil. And Alex is
0: like, "Ah, who who are you talking to, bro?" He's like, "Oh,
1: you'll know one day you fuck <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and then uh, then the nurse shows up, and is like, "Oh, by the way, I'm 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 your Uber." That you ordered, so if you could uh, get you to get in the car, we can take your daughter to the hospital and get you out of here as well, because you're you're still kind of oddly attractive to me, despite the fact that you just like, casually kill people all the time, apparently. <laughs> and he's
0: like, oh yeah, that thing.
1: We can do that thing,
0: I guess. All right, Alright, Alex, you stay cool, bro.
1: Peace out. And then Alex sees the devil.
0: Yeah, presumably dies.
1: Who knows? Yep. Fade yep, to black. that was good. Good. Set. So, Chris, Fade to black. thank you. That, that's my fully work there. So, Chris, what did you think of this movie? I like this movie.
0: It was pretty good. I really like the uh, the Henry Rollins in it. He does a really good job of just being totally just disaffected by everything anymore. The kind of detachment you would have when you've seen lifetimes of people over and over and over just come
1: and go and you've like you've literally literally seen everything
0: yeah you're mentioned in the bible by name you've been in brown for a while (laughs) and everybody does a pretty good job everything about this is pretty good for what is presumably a lower budget movie I've seen a lot higher budget movies that weren't as good as this. It's an interesting take on the the vampire mythos. It's nice to see a vampire movie that isn't just, you know, Dracula or whatever. Yeah. I say you should definitely give this one a watch if you haven't. It'll really scratch that itch if you're into especially like a crime thriller kind of a thing. Not the most horror like, horror movie, aside from the whole vampire angle, but
1: it gets the job done. And you know, randomly, randomly pulling people's larynxes out yeah. or eating their fingers—he's big, he's big into finger food. Ugh, groan.
0: <laughs> but yeah, thanks, Mister Green. Definitely give this one a go if you haven't. What do you think, Mister Troy?
1: Uh, I really like this movie. Um, the pacing was, I will say the pacing was pretty slow, but I think it worked really well for this movie. I could have used a little bit more bonkers violence at the end, like a, uh, like a nice slow burn to a bunch of bonkers violence. But most of that was done off screen, which is a little unsatisfying, but, uh, as a huge hardcore, like vampire, the masquerade nerd, the idea of Kane as the first vampire, uh, is, right up my alley now I mean the first vampire in this he's the only vampire he's like basically all the vampire myths come from me but even though I can just walk around in the daylight that's fine I can eat eggplant parmesan so presumably garlic's not an issue for me either I play bingo at a church so crosses not so much Um, I guess we never actually see him cross running water but probably not a problem for him either basically he's just a murdering cannibal and I like that you could tell he was kind of on the wagon for a while. And then when he finally had to start killing people, he fell off the wagon and just started craving meat and blood and body parts. And that was really fucking cool to me. Um, yeah, Henry Rollins is not always the best actor. Like his performance in Giant Mnemonic is pretty terrible. But. He did a real good job in this. Just like, like I said, he's kind of almost autistic at the beginning because it was just like, I don't care. I just need to know. I All I care about is the shortest point between A and B. Like, Just give me the information I need. Tell me what I need to do. I will do it, and I will be done, and that is it. Like Repeating her name doesn't help any if I don't know who she is in the first fucking place. Just tell me what I need to know. And I really kind of i really enjoyed that part of it um shout out to uh a larp a larp character named hugo that i know played by my good friend jacob who basically that was his insanity was simplify 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 (laughs) so uh yeah um if jake if you're listening to this and haven't watched this movie yet watch it 100 um he's my co-host from uh the game masters manifesto by the way so i don't i don't I don't have enough good things to say about this movie. Like it was well acted. It was well written. I think the pace worked really well for this movie. I can see people going, "Oh my God, this movie just dragged on." But no, this movie needed that pace because this that's just the way an immortal's life works, you know. So I one hundred percent recommend this movie. i I give it like four and a half thumbs up out of two that's mathematically impossible and physiologically impossible
0: so much impossibility it's impossible just like grammar indeed <laughs> so what do you watch next time Chris we're gonna watch the toxic Avenger as recommended by and- number one super fan Todd
1: and Hopefully we will have Senor Brett on this uh, on that episode. Yes. Hopefully. And and hopefully we'll have him on many more consecutive episodes after that. Yeah. You remember Brett, right? You know, the the Agent of Chaos. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> At least we can keep things on track except for when I tried to just skip over, you know, halves of movies. <laughs> but Brett, 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 Brett's Brett. So what if somebody
0: wants to fight Todd for his crown as number one superfan? How would they do that?
1: Well, they would already know how to do that, first of all. But if you if you are not our, our number one superfan, you could reach us on, on Facebook. We are Slaughterhouse Princess, where we post links to our episodes every week, mostly, and very rarely any other content. But one day, Chris will learn how to post to Facebook. It'll be fine. Uh we could also email us at Slaughterhouse at gmail.com. Uh it's always a good way to get a hold of us. You could reach us at our Discord server, which is uh findable at discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. I'm not sure what the verb is there. Uh but uh and you could be like Kylie there, who suggested two movies to us recently. Uh you could reach us at our subreddit r slash shp podcast you could reach us on our twitter at slaughter prince which is slaughter princess with no vowels in princess if you would like to just listen to us like you're doing now you could go to itunes google music uh we're on stitcher if you would just like to find a website that has all of our episodes on it you could go to slaughterhouseprincess.com if you uh If you love us more than you probably should and want to give us money, you could do that one of two ways. You could go to our uh, Society6 store at store.slaughterhouseprincess.com and order some swank gear with our logo on it and or a science towel, which you need to enter people's dreams, which we learned from The Cell or you could go to our Patreon at com and pledge a few bucks there. Uh, you may have heard some weird brouhaha about them changing their pricing structure for patrons and such, but that has uh, all been reversed because no one liked that idea. And so you can just, you know, pledge to us like you would have a month ago without any problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, feel it, free it.
0: to give us a review on iTunes, which it turns out people do. I didn't know that because I haven't looked at it.
1: Yes, and uh, if you would like to leave a review about how we're good at getting gay guys live, that would be wonderful. So that we could keep up with the horror show Hot Doggies who apparently are just uh, causing gay sex everywhere. I have often thought that. Well, you know, I mean I mean, that yeah, I mean, Matt what, I mean, what what can I say? Yes, and actually, I know what I can say, Chris. What's that? Other podcasts think about movies. We horror movies. We we drink about horror movies. Yeah,
0: because I have to do it all from my phone, which is a pain in my dick.
1: <laughs> Chris, you're not using your phone properly if it's giving you pains in the dick. You don't tell me how to use my phone, Troy. <laughs> I'm a grown man. If I want
0: to hurt my dick with my phone, that's my goddamn decision. <laughs> you're going to crack the screen. No, you don't do it flat ways. You do it long ways. <laughs>